Well, Pinch Punch is first of the month and it's April foot. Wait, no, it's not. It's February. But somehow we're still hearing that Lewis Hamilton is apparently off to Ferrari. Welcome to Grid Talk. My name is Tom Downey. And today we are just going to have a little impromptu episode to discuss the, at the time of recording, potential rumours that Hamilton is going to Ferrari for 2025. Joining me, we have Grid Talk co-host Owen Medford. Hello. And Tom Horrocks. Hi there. And then the ugly duckling, Carl King. Thanks, darling. Hello. That's all right. That's all right, my friend. Just before we do get into this episode, we must thank our sponsor, as always, Bet Online. So, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, that'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And that is Bet Online, which is where the game starts. Also, be sure to follow us on our new, I can't say brand new anymore, Socials at Talk UK, so that's Facebook, MySpace, Bebo, all that good stuff. Now, joking aside, that's, uh, that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, all yeah, all all your favourite social needs platforms, and yes, I sound like a boomer by saying that, even though I'm not even thirty yet. So this show, a little a little bit impromptu. We I sent I sent a thing about half an hour ago to see who was available, and unfortunately, I got stuck with these three. So I'll I'll go around in order. As as we said, the rumour is that Ferrari are signing Hamilton for 2025. Tom. Do you think that this will actually go ahead? Do you know what? Like, if you'd asked me like an hour and a half ago, I I say no, not a chance, never going to happen. But I think there's too many people saying saying things about it to think there's no smoke without fire. So I think I'm I'm erring on the side of of yes, it will go ahead now. But I'm I I think there's more to it that we don't know yet. So I'm interested to find out what what those are. And until it's officially announced by Lewis Hamilton, Mercedes or Ferrari, then I'm not going to fully get on the hype train. That's fair. One, do you think this move is going ahead for 2025? Um, I'm in some kind of in disbelief. I mean, there's, uh, you know, a similar to stuff like, again, even if an hour an hour ago, if you'd asked me, I'd be like, that's, there's no way that's happening. But I mean, everything seems to point to it. I don't know. It seems like a lot of smoke if there's no fire at all. So I, I guess we're going to see that it that it does happen. Yeah, absolutely. And Carl, last but not least, something like that anyway. Do you think Hamilton will go to Ferrari? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. I'm I'm slightly dubious as to what the deal is. I don't think he's going in just as a driver. I think there's a management thing. I don't know why. There's something going on in my head there. It just doesn't feel like the right move just for a driver. He's he's. It's a sensible place to be in Mercedes. He's got a decent, he'll have a decent car next year, let's be honest. And Ferrari are a liability central, unreliability central, sorry. So there must be a sweetener in there, whether it's a bucket load of cash, which I'm sure Mercedes would be able to cough up the same bucket. I'm not quite sure as to why he's going to Ferrari, but I do sort of think he will. Okay, some some very interesting thoughts there. So what uh, what I'm going to do now as well is I'm going to throw a traditional sort of like order for the podcast out the window because this is the monkey seat bill cost. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. But sub promise at the end, please. But but so yeah. But if you know, if, uh, first of all, if you would like to hear more five star interruptions like that, you can leave us a five star rating on Spotify or a five star review on Apple Podcasts. How about that one? Got that one in early today. So 
no, when I send something comments out the window, instead of going around people individually, I think we'll all just sort of like have a chat about it for, for say, like half hour, 40 minutes, because I think something like this, that's, that's sort of the better way that it's going to happen. So off goes host and panelisting, and let's just have a chat as, as a group of mates about this and Carl. So I don't know why. I don't so... really need to then. What's with that, Tom? Well, my coffee is sitting in my thing next to me, and I haven't drunk it yet, so I think that's why. <laughs> no, so, I mean, for me, anyway, you know, the the Ferrari thing, I, I, I kind of agree with what, with what you said earlier, Tom, where it's like, you know, there's always been these rumours, and Hampton's always said he'd like to drive for, for Ferrari, but it feels like now it's like, now that we're hearing, you know, the BBC picking up on it, and, you know, Chris Medland has reported on it, and somebody said he's like the Fabrizio Romano of, of F1, who apparently is very, very sort of like good source for things in football. Oh, and you should be able to correct me on that. I'm, I'm not yeah, lying you've got to it. football. You've got it. <laughs> I, I only got it because someone else said it. I cannot take any credit for that one. But, you know, it's just, I, I don't know about you boys, but it's just, it feels like it's sort of just come from absolutely nowhere. And I wonder if, Obviously, you know, has with it, the, though, these rumors have been going around for a long time. Well, that, like, this, this is sort of me. You know, they, they've been they've been going round. You know, there's always you know, and you know, Ferrari is synonymous with F1. You know, it's, it's one of well, it's the name in F1. Let's be fair. You're closely followed by McLaren and then Williams, I'd say. But it's gone from sort of like oh yeah, Hamilton joined Ferrari to Mercedes have apparently got like some internal meeting at two o'clock. So that is in an hour and forty five minutes time. Uh, you know, Toto and James Allison and all the rest of it, they're all going to, you know, sort of like discuss it then. I mean, I, I think Hamilton's also looking like past F1. You know, does anybody want to like That's why I'm thinking that? there's something else. There's a sweetener on this deal. I, I don't, don't understand why he would sign a two-year deal with Mercedes to then less than six months later sign another deal with Ferrari. Unless, this, unless he signed that deal with this, you know, this really like really leaky option in there which allows him to get out of it or, or or even that it was that it was discussed with Toto that you know we'll sign this two-year deal but I might you know if things don't go well at the end of this season I might well look at going somewhere else and and I know that the last couple of contracts he's signed he's been getting less and less money I am I can only assume this Ferrari contract is a massive huge payday as well not that that's his prime motivation his motivation is getting that eighth championship but but, You're not going to do it to Ferrari. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like they, they. Let's be honest. 2017 and 2018, they had a car that could have won the world championship. And let's be honest, if Lewis Hamilton yeah. was in that car instead of Sebastian Vettel, I think Lewis Hamilton wins a couple of championships for Ferrari. So, and I think he knows that. 2018. Yeah, Why I think he you knows. Waited for a year. Why would you not wait till 2026? It just seems yeah. random to go in at 25. I feel like this is designing the car. I feel like his plan was to go for 26, but then they've they've the opportunity came for 25, and he's gone. Well, let's do a year early and then get used to it, like like Alonso did. My so, only I'm thought his science has right. been given an offer, and that's what's pushed the boat on quite quickly. Do you not think? Sorry, like you were going to say something. Well, I'm just thinking 2026. Why would you? I, I almost wouldn't want to go too early because that's new engine regs, unless he's unless twice in the same in the same career, which seems kind of insane that we'd have. You know, Ferrari have, have gone, right, stuff the V6 regulations that we've currently got. We're not going to be able to do that. You know, we'll never get on, on, a, on a par with the, with the power that Mercedes and, and, and Honda now have. You know, he's going to be courted again. And, you know, Ferrari have essentially just uh, nailed down, you know, done, done a Mercedes and just gone, right, we can't do it and, and poured all their resources into it and do a similar thing. Because, I mean, it would be ridiculous if it happened twice. But... 
I think that's why you don't go 2026. You know, you you almost want that year X, a year to learn the team, and then and then you're as as Tom says on a, on a bit of a par as it was. It's a huge career risk. It's a huge career risk to go to, to risk his legacy going up against who I think is currently the fastest qualifier in Formula One, possibly in the history of the sport. It's a huge gamble. I, I think overall Hamilton is is probably the uh, at the moment the the stronger presence in Formula One. But Leclerc, like he's he's the real deal, and in the right scenario, he is a multiple world champion. So to go up against that when you've got Max Verstappen with no real competitor in the car opposite, and then to give George Russell the whole team, like, yeah, you know, he's I think he he knows that he's potentially got the measure of Russell at the moment over the next couple of years. So to give up, to give Russell an entire organization behind him trying to win that world championship, it's a huge risk on multiple God levels. help me if George Russell wins a championship. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it feels like a bit of a midlife crisis. Do you know, like, he's he's a Merc driver and now he's suddenly got the old banger of a Ferrari that he's just gone and bought and he wants to drive that around. It, that's what it feels like. It feels like he actually, it's, it's not a career suicide. It's a career change because he is stagnant. He is stagnant in Mercedes. There's, where's he going to go? Well, what's it, you know, how is he going to get better? It feels like he's done his time there. And maybe that's it. He wants a new challenge and something exciting to drive around in. That, and, and with an exciting brand, exciting name. The thing is, is he going to fail by being in a Ferrari? I, he's, he could always jump back out and go to wherever. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone's McLaren. Return to McLaren. Return to McLaren. But like, what you know, I don't feel that there's any real sort of issue with his career. I don't think it's a career nightmare. Yeah, and you know, I I wonder if there's like an element of when Schumacher went to Mercedes, you know, way way back when, and you know, is is it a case of he you knows something we don't? Obviously, we've got the engine regs in 2026. You know, is is there is there is there going to be more to it? You know, this is this well, there's there's obviously something we don't know because this has gone from being this is, this has gone from being like it might happen to it sounds like it's going to happen. And as I think Carl, you said earlier, there's no smoke without fire, and something's happening. And you know, it, it does look like it, it looks like it's going to happen. So. I want to steer the conversation a little bit. Who replaces Hamilton and Mercedes? I'm going to nail my slide to the gatepost right now and say Antonelli. Straight in as a rookie. Straight in the Mercedes. He's only going into F2 this year, isn't he? I know. Well, I mean, that, that's that's caveated by how he does in F2. If he goes the way if that he, wins he F2. does. Yeah. yeah. Or certainly if he does, does well in F2. Lando Norris got the nod by finishing second, but that's because he didn't have as good a car. As the other guys, but uh, for me, it'd be him, or the other option would be Esteban Ocon, as Louis mentioned in the chat. Given that yeah. he is managed by Toto Wolf, but and also he has also done a very good job Ocon over the last few years. You're going to have to eat your words, Tom. I know, I know. I'm just saying that to try and curse him. Sergio Perez to Mercedes. I've called it now. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say Antonelli. Okay, fine. Um, who do you think, or who do I think? Oh. But yeah, who do you think? Because I'm going to ask you all another question after this. Actually, what if it's a straight swap? Signs, yeah, signs would be strong. That's because that's the one thing as well. People say about this: this closes off options for signs. It also opens a door for the rest of the grid because a lot of places will seem completely. Yeah, everyone's going to start dancing around. This is this is a huge reshuffle now. I think you're, you're going to see Alonso sniffing around that Mercedes seat definitely. We haven't uh, had a silly season last year, and now we're going to get a crazy one this year. Yeah, I think you've also got Albon could be an interesting mm-hmm. one. Oh, I could see Albon. 
I could see Albert and Russell. Ooh. I think there would be a British dream team in some ways. Gosh, he's yeah, Thai. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> sorry to any Thai listeners. Yeah, as as much as I'm Irish, Tom. You but, know, like s- same thing. You know, I think yeah, I think Albert could be an interesting one. I think it'd be sort of a bit of a young dream team, younger dream team. Um, the other, I, I don't know contract, but I think contracts have gone out of windows this now. Is Oscar Piastri? I mean, clearly the contracts are out of the windows because what, like Hamilton's on a, on a, he's extended until twenty until end of twenty twenty five. But you know, if you can do a break clause or a get out clause, or you know, or just do the good old fashioned pay the contract off, like clearly it doesn't matter. So I mean, you know, Mark Webber's the sort of person who's going to manage Piastri. Well, clearly they're fairly ruthless when it comes to the comes to the contract. So if they if they can do it, you know. I wonder I anybody's... if this is why Ruff and Norris also signed that contract and got that contract signed. There was something rumours going around early on about him and he just went to stake his mark in the ground. What's not about shout, you know? That's a call. I think yeah. I think certainly Mercedes McLaren would have wanted to lock him in if they were knowing that they uh, that all those rumours that a Mercedes seat might have been uh, coming yeah. available. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if Carlos Sainz knew about this before today as well. I'm it sure he did. Free, I think he's known for the last two years, Tom. It will be Pink Ferrari to announce his replacement without telling him. That's all right. That, what? That's an Alpine, isn't it? That's an Alpine. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'm just greens of Vettel Ferrari 2020. It does. I will say, don't ask how I know. Apparently, it's not, know, a, right? it's, not a two, it's not a two o'clock meeting. It's a 2.30 meeting with Toto in attendance. Um, I've heard this, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's that's a full company meeting, and I think... That pretty much confirms it. Bearing in mind, you've got the no comments coming out of Ferrari yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I think this is nailed on. Uh, yeah, I think something, I, I think something is going on. And and whether the, the full meeting is an announcement to the team, which would then be pressed quite quickly. So we should know about three three o'clock as to really what's going on, I think. Yeah. Three o'clock UK, GMT. And like, it will be interesting. And, you know... How long's like, how long's Toto got left at Mercedes as well? Uh, yeah, obviously well, I mean, his owner, he's different, but as team principal, he's just signed a new deal as well. Not that, that means anything, but he's just Ash Perez. Deals could be broken. Well, let's be honest. He signed a new deal with a third of himself. Like, yeah. you know, the, you remember he owns a third of that team. So there's a certain amount, and you know, Jim Ratcliffe's not exactly sort of he's, he's moving around. But they they how would how did that deal work? I don't remember. I don't remember if if they diluted this the stake of each Mercedes and, and Toto, but I know it's a bit weird. It's, it's, it's split completely evenly a third, isn't it? Yeah, third, third, third. And what about, where's, where, where could signs go now? Audi. Audi take not... a year off and then go to Audi? A year off. I, I oh, no, I don't think it'll take a year off. Go, can you see him go to Salva for a year, though? That's what replace Bottas. He won't. Sorry, stake. He's better than Bottas. Yeah, I mean, he, he is. is. He's, uh, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Does he take a year off, in inverted commas, and actually side to Audi next year, and you know, be ready for Audi? Can't see him leaving up. Formula One for a year to then join an Audi team that's probably not going to be front of the field. I think he'd well, rather that, be in an uncompetitive Sauber than that. Well, yeah. the rumor of Lando Norris going there has obviously been squashed as well. It has now, yeah. I think Sainz so, is always their top target, but this deal has just massively reduced Carlos Sainz's stock in the sense that, that he would have been able to name his price to Audi, but now they know he hasn't got a choice and it might just be that Audi is his best option. 
Yeah, but um, if he goes to Audi, well, Sauber or whatever the heck they want to call it, like he's not going to go in this year now. So it's does he? He then ends up sort of floating for a year, doesn't he? Well, no, if because he, he's still there, he's oh, still at yeah, Ferrari there. this year, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah, then it's yeah. just twenty-five. It will be. It could potentially be a, uh, a stake or Sauber or whatever they're calling himself this week for the season. You watch, Carlos Sainz will have the season of his life this year. I hope so. I mean, Aston I Martin so. would be a good would be a good shout, especially if Alonso gets the move to Mercedes. Well, can you imagine that? Oh, Jesus, Alonso this is going to be real dancing chairs. Well, yeah. it, well, I'll I'll, I'll, do, I'll I'll give you something to think about in a second. But what I just want to ask you first is very quickly, Tom. We, we said who do you think will replace Hamilton? Who do you want to replace Hamilton? Antonelli. I'm, right. just le- I'm just leading with yeah. my... I just love the no, story no, of an 18-year-old yeah. rookie coming into a top team. I would just love to see that, especially how highly he's rated. If he, yeah. if it turns out he's absolutely terrible in Formula 2, then I will revise my my theory. But based on what I know about Antonelli and what I think he's going to be like, I would love to see Antonelli. Okay. Oh, I understand question. Who do you want to see, please? If only because apparently I'm a, I'm a bit of a masochist slash sadist, I, I think, for everyone else. I have well, I'd just like to see... I'd, I kind of want to see Fernando Alonso. I just want to see how that would play out. Right. I bet he's already on the phone. Like, I guarantee oh, yeah. he's, oh, yeah. he's currently sat in Brackley in, in, in the car park. I'm in the door. <laughs> you sit in his, in his new company, Mercedes. Right. <laughs> Carl, what about you, mate? Uh, Stroll. Um, no. Lawrence Stroll has actually bought the team. That's actually what's... <laughs> I genuinely think... I, I genuinely think Albin. I, I want Albin. I think he would be... It's it's his time to shine. If he does another season in Williams, where's he going to go? He needs to go somewhere next season. So he can't sit in Williams, I don't think, unless James Rolls suddenly turns that team around, that car around, which I can't imagine. And that 2026 car is something tasty. But uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a bit. I think I think he makes sense. Okay. He's driving for Mercedes at the moment. You know, it's in a yeah. Mercedes engine car, so it's sort of the links to that. Yeah, I'll tell you who I would. I tell, tell you what I can see happening, and something to think about. Honda obviously going to Aston Martin in twenty twenty six, and the way Alonso, for want of a better, slags Honda off. I'm trying to find a better way of phrasing it, but but you, you know the the stuff that Alonso was saying about Honda when he's obviously driving from McLaren, they're not going to want. Well, Honda aren't going to want Alonso in that car again. And do you think do you think they'll bring Yuki? Because obviously Honda backs Yuki into the AlphaTauri in twenty twenty one. That will then free up. Oh Jesus, there. Yuki and Stroll. That'd be crash derby, wouldn't it? No, no, no. I th- I think because Daddy Stroll has been putting a lot more money into the Aston Martin hypercar project, and I think I think after twenty twenty three, he's realised that that last just isn't cut out for F one. And I think there's two I- seats in Aston then. Yeah, so I think he'll put Lance in the hypercar because I think Lance will do well in hypercars because there's the new Valkyrie or Valhalla project. I can't remember which one it's called or the Vulcan. One of them mm-hmm. is with V. Oh, and probably knows. Which one do you mean? Because there's because there's the Valhalla, which is the road car, and then you've got the it's Valkyrie. On... Well, the the one they're doing what for the WEC and IMSA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the yeah, that's the Valkyrie. It's uh, Valkyrie, I thought so. Yeah, they're not going to have to build road cars. They're going to go on a dedicated hypercar route for that. Just complete aside. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I I could see Stoll going into that, and then and then Yuki and Drogovic in Aston Martin. I can't see I can't see Drogovic Aston Martin. I don't think I think his his time has now passed. Um, but I can see like someone like Alex Albon getting that move. 
as the next logical step for him if Mercedes don't have the confidence in him. But yeah, I I, I don't I agree though. I don't I, I do think that Lance Stroll's time in Formula One is now less secure than it has been given that Aston Martin have sold part of the team to other investors as well. There's it's no longer just a vanity project. So I can genuinely see this being Stroll's last year or certainly one of his last seasons in Formula One. So the uh, the end may finally be in sight. Um, I'm just thinking, uh, it's, it's interesting that none of us are saying Mick Schumacher, who is supposedly the reserve driver. Uh, 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 good one. No, yeah. no, he's driving an Alpine and Weck, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think anything, I don't think he's going to do anything. If, no. Like, I don't, like, does this, uh, is there, does this really shake up everyone? Is there any teams that are solid that are going to stay as is now that in the, for 2025? Because everyone must McLaren. be looking around going, oh, there's a space over there. Yeah, McLaren will remain unchanged. I'm convinced about that. What about yeah. Alpine? Alpine's no. a disaster zone at the moment. No, I think, I, I, I think one of those two goes, one of those two goes at the end of the season. I think the driver that goes is Ocon. And Haas? Oh, who knows? Haas, I'm not, I'm not even convinced he'll be on the grid. I think Haas will be on in a few years. Yeah, me too. I mean, Gene Haas has been wanting to sell up for, well, it's, he's not been wanting to do that for years. Andretti coming in and taking it off him would probably be helpful for everyone. Mm. The only way he'd sell that team at the moment, though, is if someone offered him a billion pounds. Generally. But it's not worth a billion pounds. It's not. It's worth, it's worth about £2.50. Well, no, it, it, for, for the entry alone, it's worth a minimum of £200 million because that's how much you have to pay to... Sorry, uh, Braun brought, brought, brought whatever that team was for a quick. Yeah, but that's before that's before there was an entry level, an entry cost to joining Formula One, which in, instantly put 200 million onto the value of every Formula One team, even if they just have the entry. That's without any facilities, any car, any talent. So every Formula One team is worth a minimum of 200 million. So, and that's likely to be hyped when they get yeah. a new Concord agreement. So it's exactly, that, that yeah. they want six hundred million for that. Gene's, Gene's holding out till the till the next Concord, and then he'll sell and then he'll sell the team. I think for a huge profit. Yeah. Speaking of, why have the FIA actually made a statement at all? Do you reckon that's like sort of standard procedure or cover my ass? It's a bit. I don't know. It's a bit weird to me. He's a bit odd, isn't it? It's it's a complete cover my ass thing. Of no, we realise, but we can't do anything about it now. You know, we've made a mistake, but like to say the team was uncompetitive just seemed the most random excuse. Yeah, he's basically like, yeah, well, he, he he's basically just having a dig at his own team where his name is his name is the team. Well, oh, no, it's, no, it's just weird. It's the it's weird that the FIA, which approved them, has then come out and said against FOM that we're just yeah. like we're going to move forward. I don't know why why even acknowledge it. Like that's my thinking, but sort of a bit mad. Yeah, I think I think it feels like we're in the middle of summer now. In a weird way, like with silly season starting and all these discussions, we normally don't start them until April, May time, and now here we are discussing. I think it just—it's just going to throw a lot of turmoil into these as to who's going where, and a lot of uncomfortableness for a lot of drivers, and interest from like Drogovic, Logan, not Logan. What's the other one? Lance. Lance. Uh, no, no. Who's who? Who drove for uh, who drove for uh, Ricardo for a while? The Australian. Carl, I don't know what on earth you're on about. Who drove just in Ricardo's chair when he broke his wrist? Lawson. Oh, Lawson. Lawson. That's the guy. That's to be fair, if you could lure Lawson away. Yeah. Yeah. So who you know? It could be there. There could be a lot of floating around and a lot of squeaky bum times. 
I'll tell you yeah. what, it's a bit, it's funny that we were sitting there going, well, this is the first, what was it, the first F1 season since like 1952 or something that no one's, you know, we've had no driver changes between two seasons. And then we get sort of, it, was, it seems a bit calm before the storm. Yeah. Well, with this news. Yeah. I think, I, I think there was things at play last season and no one could sign anything or agree with anything. So they just went, okay, let's, let's have the winter break and we'll try and work it out. It's weird that actually I've just thought it's weird that it's happened on the first of February that this is happening. Like, I say. Well, I'm thinking maybe it's an expiry on the thirty first of thirty oh, first of January. But you know, that contract. Yeah, yeah. Could have been. Yeah. But I don't know, I just think this could be clutching its draws here, but I just think there's something to those dates. Yeah, it's it's all very like it's all very conveniently timed, isn't it? So Sorry. I'd feel rubbish being part of the Mercedes team and I'd feel rubbish being part of the ferrari team at the moment because as a as a mechanic because where you know as a team member you're like there must be so much turmoil in those teams and i i wonder whether you know this meeting that's going to happen as to what that meeting is going to elicit yeah and obviously we don't have sorry i'm trying to sort something out on the desk obviously we don't have any insights well certainly Three of us here don't have any insight. Do we, Owen? Have any insight as as to what's going on in in that meeting? You know, we, we should, it should be should be clear that at the moment it is just speculation, but there's speculation, and then there's this level of speculation. So, well, yeah, I'm just, but we'll 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 see. But yeah, it's. I think something's happening. Whether it's oh, something's definitely the happening. black and white of Hamilton to Ferrari. I think something is definitely happening. Absolutely. We do have some some comments in chat. Oh, we've got some weird podcast called the Monkey Seed Podcast. Who's, That's actually who, me. Yeah, for, yeah, for, for everybody yeah. sitting here who doesn't know, it, it, uh, the Monkey Seed is Tom and Carl, and we're all record fans here, so hence why there's a this little, bit of, little bit of rib, rib ticking going on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, Tom, you you, you mentioned about, about Kimi Antonani going straight in. If he sets F2 like, like we suspect he will, and if you want to hear more about F2, go listen to our sister show, Formula Talk. There you are, Soph. Nice plug, nice plug. Yeah, yeah that, was, well that, was, well that was that was smooth. That, that, that was vetoed. That was so smooth. Yeah, no, yeah. If if Kimi Antonelli, and I went to say Kimi, then I thought, why am I talking about Raikkonen? But no, of course, it's it's, you know, it's Kimi Antonelli. Uh, if he does have a big year in, in F2, then that could be it. My mate Aston, who's in chat, he says, I want to make stuff. He says, poor, poor Charles and also Alonso to Merck. I could see Alonso going to Merck. It's, yeah. But, and it would be the most Alonso thing to move to Merck when they're on a bit of a downward slump. You know, it'll just, it'll just, it'll just add to his list of, of all team moves. And, I'm here for it. I'm here. Yeah. For it. And do you know what? I think if Alonso did go to Merck and then Merck, you know, got more competitive because I think they, I think they give, they give themselves a hard time in in 2023 because I think the car was better than they give themselves credit for. Because if you take obviously the whole season to rebel out the equation, Merck have been in the championship, you know, been in the constructors at least, and blah blah blah. You know, so if they are on that upward trajectory, you know, Hamilton himself said Mercedes have found that North Star or, or whatever he said, just for Leafs. You know, so it's I'd just like to see Russell Alonso just have a falling out. I think that'd be hilarious. And I'd be I'd be so here for it. Louis. Now Louis made a really, really good point in chat. He said Science is a criminally underrated and overlooked driver. Feels like his time of Renault all over again. Hopefully he'll land on his feet at a good team, be it Red Bull or Merck. I fully agree. And I've been saying for a couple of years now that 
Sainz is the better race driver at Ferrari. Leclerc's better over one lap. Oh, yeah. there's, there's no question Leclerc's better over, better over one lap. But look at Sainz's win in Singapore. The yes, you know, the, the, the racecraft to do what he did. You know, when he said it's on purpose, keeping Lando in DRS. Yeah, Louis, you've made a great point. I think he would make a great second driver in in Red Bull. I think he makes an amazing partner for Charles Leclerc, and I think it's ballsy for Ferrari to to change that, given that yeah. I think they have for what Ferrari have, but what they need, I think that is the best driver lineup in Formula One. But signs, but signs is Leclerc. Leclerc has that out and out pace, that X factor, that something. Sites can race him to within the tiniest margin, but that just tiny X factor. You know, Leclerc's got it. But as we've seen, Sainz will win them. Sainz will win in a in a competitive car. Sainz and Leclerc will optimize over a season and be an amazing team. I think Hamilton Which is, is your problem. problem. I think well, that's that's the that's the point there, and they will be an amazing team. I think Hamilton and Leclerc will be a little bit more combustible. That will be my one concern. Then, However, every element that Carlos Sainz has that makes him strong, Lewis is stronger. So from that I'll element, is it is a trade up. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Assuming like assuming Lewis can come in and hit the ground running and that sort of thing, I don't see I don't see Leclerc as a match at all. I think he's it, you know they'll be similar on one lap pace. Maybe Leclerc might be that bit faster. But it, it won't matter because every time they go into a race, you know that, I don't know, I just see a sort of vulnerability almost in Leclerc in that he seems to throw away opportunities. Whereas This is all about Ferrari putting Leclerc on a pedestal. This really is. Yeah. It's like you're better than a world, eight-time world champion. And that's what that's, this is all about. Seven-time champion. So, but that's what it's all about. It's all about, it's all about Leclerc. And if Leclerc said, I want to now... I, I, yeah, science is is too close to me, and it's it, and nothing. We're not gaining anything from it because you know they're, if they're battling each other, I think putting Hamilton into it gives a very different driving style, different, very different remit, and Leclerc can learn off Hamilton, but also can still be ahead of it. And that's a shocking thing to say, but I think, and and the only reason Hamilton, the advantage of Hamilton is that he's going into a time job. Yeah, it all but, feels massively high risk, doesn't it? It does. For everyone. For everyone. It's hard, like, yeah, like, it, it's, there's no party that's getting a, a sort of safe deal here. No, absolutely not. And I think it's going to throw a lot of curveballs with a lot of other teams as well. Yeah, and it, it, it's it, it's it's going to kick off the most, well, it's already kicking off the most, like, incredible city season. And the season hasn't even started. You know, this is a... I genuinely did not see this coming at all, especially after Hamilton signed the contact extension. And then he's supposed to just gone, mic drop. And Can you hear the Netflix episode on this already? Oh. There were the Twitter messages and things. Yeah. 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 The, 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 you hear the Twitter sound. Yeah. 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 And, and then Will then we'll Books and. Oh, Twitter. sorry. X. X. Oh, yeah. You know. X, yeah. formerly Twitter. Yeah. X. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You can imagine the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've just finished watching the Six Nations documentary done by the same on Netflix. Very good, by the way. And this one's very good. Yeah, yeah. I've got that. I've got that NASCAR one to watch next. Yeah, but you know, it's all done by the same people who tried to survive. And you know, I can just, I can just picture, you know, you know, this that that sort of like that sort of like distant like beep sound that they do with the sort of like echo like thud. Yeah, and then I can just imagine Will Buxton walking onto the screen and going, "Oh, pretty." Saw this coming. Nobody <laughs> in F one. 
you know, just like proper like OTT. Just yeah. the previous footage of, of, of uh, Hamilton just saying, no, I'm still from Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they'll, they'll, they'll wang you back to 2021. That's what they'll do. You know, do you remember when Hamilton took a break from socials and, and stuff after, after you know, the the events at the end of that season that they'll they'll no doubt twist that uh, yeah it's a great season opener for, for that isn't it yeah or do they finish it on this season because it hasn't come out yet do they have time to no, they, no they, they, they've they've already finished and probably recorded and edited this season mm-hmm. they'll, they'll just stick a title card on on, on the end of the last yeah. episode so i mean in they, season like they did with nick devries didn't they they just had devries sitting down and be like oh. yeah yeah it's just like yeah th- yeah things that didn't age well the Reese's F1 career. We've got, we've got a couple more. Oh, here, here's a here's a bowl take from Buster Cream Fiends. Great name, by the way. In in the if that's that's a copy actually. In, in the YouTube chat, imagine this: Alonso going to Merck and winning the championship in 2025. Yeah, my words. Yeah, I I I think we would. I think we would actually see Ruby step down from being an F1 fan if that happened. That's a cream fiend. Are you Elliot Galton by any chance? It's our friend. He's oh, a Alonso super fan. Welcome in, mate. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Another, another thing he said, if he has to carry soul for another season, he might leave. And so like, I can, I can see it. I can see it, yeah. We've got more comments. Just so what you mean, if? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if. Yeah, make a point. MSI 11, Lewis has big and plural, you know what I mean? And confidence, he, he will beat anyone. That's fair. He said he will happily join Max Red Bull, and I don't think anyone else will actually move. Drivers can talk the talk, but Lewis has walked the walk. I think that's a fair comment, to be honest. You know, I don't think anybody is questioning Hamilton's ability, and I think if anybody does question Hamilton's ability, well, you just uh, excuse me, you just need to look at the cold hard facts. Yeah, I take the penalty here, didn't he? Before anyone, you know, and yeah, hit the goal, and 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 yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, so yeah. You know, just sitting none of us here, and Carl, you, you, you or I are not Hamilton fans by any stretch. These other two, well, unfortunately, they are joking. Yeah, but you, as even as not a Hamilton fan, yeah, I we really should so massively appreciate what yeah. he's done in the sport, and yeah. I've always said that, and I will always say it. So yeah, I'm a Lando Norris fan, mate. Come on. Yeah, sure. But no, everybody's a Lando fan. Now another one. Uh, Ruby's posted this from Aaron. I did see Aaron post it in Slack earlier. Big question around the possible Hamilton to Ferrari move. Does it add value to F1? Asking for an American friend. Yes, absolutely it does add value to it. That, uh, that partnership it? for Formula One is is absolutely huge and will it'll just it will just elevate it to a whole nother level. It's having a British driver, first British driver to drive for Ferrari since Nigel Mansell as well. It would be it'll be massive for Ferrari in this country who since again for forty years now have just been the big bad, you know, they've been the the villain of the piece, effectively. So, so Hamilton driving for uh, for Ferrari is huge for Ferrari, and it's huge for brand Hamilton as well. To see him in red will be it'll take a lot of getting used to. Yeah, I think I think it'd be good. The Americans, I don't know, I I um the Americans as big on Ferrari as the rest of the world. I just feel that they are very weirdly English team sporting. British team sporting more than Italian. But yeah, like I think it will be an exciting, I think and it will move, it will excite them and it will make something of the Americans and here we yeah. go, Chicago. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even getting into that. Yeah. 
I'm fine if it pays, replaces Miami. Yeah. But it's still too many American races. Three's fine. I, I'm fine with three, but I'm not fine with Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, mind you I think now the Vegas has come on the side of Miami stand and Miami's just gone, oh no. You know, just, you know, it's just, it's the Ralph Wiggum who chuckles, I'm in danger, basically. You know, it's so bad they're giving him a sprint. You know, so, so Aston, who's, I want to make stuff in chat, he said, Daddy Stroll sell out in 2027, then Stroll is out. I, 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 I think, I think, a Papi Stroll is working on a who's working on an exit strategy, especially with you know with you know a, you know reports and Saudi you know put, putting putting more money into in, into that team. I I can see that happening. As you might figure out, I am beginning to wrap up now. Also, buttercream thing. Stagnation is bad. Every driver needs to move through the teams in their career. The potential that brings to shake up the grid or change the direction of a team can make new seasons more exciting. That's a really good point. Yeah. And also, I can't remember the last driver, if there indeed there ever has been a driver that's won a world championship in three different teams. I don't think there has been. So him going to Ferrari to hopefully, from his perspective, try and get that eight world championship because I can't see it happening this year. I I can't think of any other driver that's won a world championship in three different teams. I can't see it happening in any year, in any year now. He, like he's going to be second to Clerky Boy. Yeah, yeah I, I think that, next next that happens. <laughs> twenty twenty five. I think he'll look like we'll have the measure in, but twenty six. If he can maintain his level, I think he's he will be back uh, either on a power or ahead of the player. But it's still a huge gamble because if he does, you know, if if he does kind of lose that, you know, a couple of percent of his top level, then Leclerc will will overtake him. So, and that's if Leclerc stays still, which he will when he when his bar breaks down in a Ferrari. Oh yeah. But buttercream fiend, buttercream fiend. Sorry, I, I, I'm not sure what to call you. So I'll call you that. I said, bring back Hockenheim, mate. I'm with you on that, and bring back Malaysia while we're there. Yeah, Ruby, I wouldn't quit if Alonso won it. Won in America, fair. I'd quit if Saudi got more presence in F1, fair. Yeah. Well, I think, gentlemen, unless any of you want want to add anything else about the at the time of recording, rumoured. Alonso, no, not Alonso, wrong one. Hamilton, <laughs> no, yeah, anyway, Tom, that's yeah. next week. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that's next week's show. It's like Alonso to Mercedes confirms. Yeah, no, so yeah, so yeah, that that's. I think that's going to be it for, from us about the at the moment rumors of of Hamilton moving to Ferrari for twenty twenty five. Chaps, want to give you a chance to promote yourself. So, Carl, I said you're you were part of the Monkey Seat podcast. Who did you host that with, by the way? This person down there. I think. No, no, you're down there to me. Um, yeah, you're down there. I'm just, I'm just looking at the feed. You're actually down there on mine. That is Mr. Tom Horrocks. And we run the monk seat. We're the sweary, slightly crazy version. We noticed. Yes. So sorry. We are very silly and we talk about rubbish. And But we try and get through what's happening in seasons and racing. We haven't done one in a while. We keep going with do one and we will. But yeah, I think we were meant to do one soon. And now this is all happened. But hey, it happens. This is the one. We'll just we'll just double this. Yeah, feed. we're claiming this. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just post this as, as a link in our feed. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And that's I'd like for the monkey seat as well. Do you want to plug anything else, Tom, or, or is that it? Just just everyone, just please come and support Grid Talk. It's uh, it's all fan led. We're not professionals. We absolutely love the sport. Um, yeah, especially on days like this. So just please support Grid Talk in in everything that we do. That is true. Fine. Anything you want to give a plug to? Just social channels uh, at Grid Talk UK uh, is where you can find us. Absolutely. And I'll give, like I said earlier, a quick plug to Formula Talk where we cover. Um, Lord, we cover F2, F3, F1 Academy. And we're now looking at Formula E, IndyCar, NASCAR, 
yeah, all thoughts. So yeah, so so that would be fun. So just to just to round out the episode, yeah, thank you so much for joining. Quick talk is available on YouTube where most episodes are recorded live. You know, this one obviously being this this one go, going live because you know it's uh, it's it's breaking news in F one. You can also catch everything on on Amazon Fire, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Verbal, and Pocket Cast. Just search Formula One Quid Talk for a back catalogue of shows. Please also do consider supporting the channel, whether that's through Patreon or you know, any any means that, that you can. It will help us get mics, lights, and better recording equipment. Also, make sure you are subscribed so you're the first to know, first to know sorry, when each new weekly episode is released. Can you tell it's been a while since I've hosted? We will be back soon, probably in about two hours, before I'm joking, for a bunch more F1 content. Thank you very much for listening to the Good Talk podcast presented by Bet Online, and goodbye.